I'm Janet Forrest, Head of Adult Programs, and this is the Nantucket Athenaeum Podcast. This July, we will present our 15th annual Nantucket Dance Festival, which brings world-class dancers and performers to the island and supports our mission to provide free year-round services and programs to our community. In celebration of the 15-year milestone, I spoke with Artistic Director Tyler Engel about what to expect at this year's festival, what it's like to adapt world-class performances for a smaller, more intimate stage, and how the week-long event has woven itself into the fabric of the island community. Tyler took over as Artistic Director of the Dance Festival in 2013, and in this episode, he shares how the festival has evolved during his tenure. I've moved us to almost entirely live music. Again, I was joking with my brother, like sort of at the very beginning of my tenure, I was like, you know, in like 10 years, everyone's going to come to the show and be like, when did this turn into like an early music festival? I thought this was a dance festival. Just as a joke. I mean, I, I, I love it so much, but there really is something, there's a kinetic energy that comes from dancing to live music and also for the audience to be able to like feel that happening and the and the exchange between the dancers and the musicians like really adds another level of electricity which is so apparent especially in that small space we did a ballet called liturgy to a piece of music by arvo part and i remember hearing i mean it's really stunning on the stage but i remember a lot of audience members just being like we couldn't stop looking at Paula's arm when she was playing. I mean, it was just like, they were like, it was magical. We were hearing these sounds and we were seeing the sounds being made, but there was like, so it's not a disconnect. You know, you're not listening to it on Spotify. You're actually seeing someone create this. That's great, right? Like she's dancing on the strings when something's happening on the stage. I love that exchange. So I think that, you know, throughout the years, we've really, we've really made that a focus as well. John and Paula, who have been at the festival for years, actually, who two years ago, they actually became sort of like officially festival music advisors, which is something they had been doing anyway. As early as I am trying to formulate the program from a dance perspective, I also like immediately am talking to them about what would be interesting to play, like what are you hearing that's new, that's amazing, and we tend to use that for new commissions, or maybe if I speak to a choreographer about possibly setting, you know, some contemporary choreographers don't actually create a piece to a specific piece of music. Like they're working in silence and then the music is coming in at the end, kind of in a Merce Cunningham sort of theoretical way. And so that's super important. You know, it's like, and we've heard that from the audience too, that they like absolutely love it and it's super important. So that's definitely one thing that's changed. I think another thing, you know, very early on, I stayed with a gentleman named Kurt Livingston, uh, who sadly passed away, but he was a really, he was an excellent guy. And I stayed there for years when Benjamin was the artistic director. And then when I took over, we would have sort of like, I mean, he was like total businessman. So we would do like, you know, we'd have like board, we'd have post-mortems after the festival where we just, he'd ask me, you know, what I thought went well, what, and then he'd give me his list too. And one thing that came from that is really, it's like, it's nice to see a lot of bodies on the stage. It's very easy to go to a dance gala and, sorry, gala, but, the, you know, they're, they're sort of tongue in cheek because they're all the same. It's like canned music, two dancers on a stage, Parada solo solo coda. 
And then you're like, Padada Solo Solo Lakota. Oh, another contemporary Padada intermission. Second act is Padada Solo Solo Lakota. It's like you just, you end up in this sort of like loop of just two people on the stage. I really love to try to get excerpts and or whole pieces that really show fullness of movement. So we've been able to do, like a lot of our new commissions have multiple people. I love where we can have a sort of like a, a couple and then and some ensemble dancers. It really like, it reminds the audience that the stage can handle more things. We even one year we did Balanchine Ballet called Allegro Brian, which he said is everything he knew about classical ballet in 13 minutes. And it really is jam-packed. And there are four court of ballet couples and one principal couple. And that's a lot of people to have on the stage really, really running around and jumping and turning and like, you go all out. It's like, it's not a, a mile in 13 minutes. You're sprinting for 13 minutes. Like you're going, going, going. And everyone was like, I never thought it would fit on the stage. It looked like it could barely contain you, but that's great, you know, in a small house to be able to get that kind of energy. So that's definitely another thing that's changed too. I've really tried to to continue that piece of good advice from Kurt is like, you really gotta have bodies on the stage. <laughs> gotta have more than just the parada, parada, parada kind of thing. But I think another thing that has become a focus too is having, having new work on the program. We've been able to commission and ask choreographers to make pieces, either because a, a dancer has been wanting to work with a person and has not had the opportunity, or because a bunch of dancers have gotten together and been like, we really like this person, like, can you reach out? And so I like that kind of collaborative effort. It feels good when a lot of people are working towards the same goal, because then there's a little bit of like ownership there as well. You know, people are, are they're, they're proud to showcase some sort of the fruits of their labor. We've done a lot of commissions. We've even actually commissioned music for one of the pieces too, which is very cool. What other what other small public library in America is, is commissioning work on this level and giving artists a place to work? It's really, it's, it's kind of amazing because we have such a, what's the word? It's a very, it's like a very robust partnership, you know? So the dance festival is sort of like this thing unto itself, but it's really, I think, tightly wound in like, you know, the the, the recent history, because the library has a long history, but like the recent history of the, of the library. And there's just a really great sense of commitment and togetherness. And I feel like I've definitely leaned into that. This has been a production of the Nantucket Athenaeum. It was written, narrated, and edited by me, Janet Forrest. Special thanks to Tyler Engel for bringing the dance festival to Nantucket year after year. The Nantucket Dance Festival will run from July 18th to July 23rd, and many events are free and open to the public. You can find all the details and where to buy tickets at nantucketathenaeum.org.